Hi, this is Diva Celebration, and um, I had something come up recently um, that I needed to kind of bring to the podcast because I, I thought this would be a really good subject matter. Um, I was, I don't, I don't even remember how I got on to this site, but I was on YouTube and I stumbled over a video of two men giving advice on how to make a man fall in love with you, how to force someone to fall in love with you. And I thought, you know what? I have to see this. I have to watch this thing to see exactly what they're going to say. And I tell you what, I got, I, I got somewhat into the video and I was just like, this is crazy. These people are bringing people over to this site and telling them, you know, there's no formula to make everyone fall in love with you. If that was true, there would be no divorce. There would be no breakups. <laughs> there would be no, no, everybody would be with who they wanted to be with. And, you know, if that happened, then there would probably only be a few people who everybody wanted to be with because there are really a lot of people out there who aren't healthy and shouldn't be in relationships in the first place. And that's what I wanted to talk about today is these kind of advice gurus that tell you that they can tell you how to attract a man, attract a woman, um, make someone fall for you, make someone ask you to marry them, all of those advice um, things. It just doesn't happen that way. You know, someone is attracted to you because they're attracted to you. And once you're in a relationship and that relationship lasts, which that's not an easy thing to do. There are a lot of factors that go into that. And you could be the most perfect person in the world, or you think you're the most perfect person in the world, and you're going to screw it up somehow. You're going to not do everything right. You're going to make mistakes and that relationship might not work out. Does that mean there's something inherently wrong with you? No, it just means that, and I bring, I've brought this up in other podcasts and um, I'll say it again, you know, it just means that the way they grew up, the family unit they were in, the way that their childhood, their teenage years, their college years, whatever, it depends on when you meet these people. It just means that they had different experiences than you. And that is why they may not get along with you, may not see things the same way that you do, may not have the same beliefs, values, etc. that you do. It's really, really hard to get all that to match. I mean, you know, Indian uh, in India all marriages are arranged and there's very, they say that the divorce rate is low. Well, is that because that culture accepts that you just get married and you don't ever leave? And so you put up with everything? Well, I happen to know that there are a lot of affairs also in that country. There's a lot of screwing around on the side. And I know that for a fact because there are Indian men that contact me online all the time that are married. Tons of them. 
And I can name several other countries where tons of them contact me just based on my picture and some nice things that I have on public posts or whatever on, on my profile, you know, and they're sending me pictures. I mean, women, you've all had this happen to you and it's from men all over the world and cultures where, yeah, they're supposed to have long, long time marriages or Muslim cultures or whatever, where women are, are degraded or, and men are lording over them. Well, the the guys are running around on their wives all the time. So they want to espouse that they have these long time marriages, but meanwhile, they're screwing around on their wives all the time. So, you know, you're, there's no perfect, um, formula for anybody to get into a relationship. So, I put, I made a comment about, you know, you know how you make people fall in love with you. You be yourself, be real, be who you are. I've never had a problem with the opposite sex being attractive to me. And it's not because I'm a supermodel, because if I was a supermodel, I would be on a, on a runway right now. It's because I was just me. And I have had more friends tell me that guys have asked them about me. And what did they say about me? Over and over, this is what I've heard from my friends. I'm like, they just say that you're real. You're real. Well, yeah, because I am real. Because I'm not putting on an act for anybody. This is it. This is what you get. (laughs) What you see is what you get. And this is who I am. You know who you're getting when I come into a relationship And if you try to tell me later that I was not the person that I put myself out to be, that's a lie. Because I never, ever am fake. I am just me every day. Because you know what? I don't see any point in not being me. And you want to know why? Because I like me. I like who I am. I like the person that I am. Warts and all. And back to my subject... Uh, that I was saying before is everybody goes through those life stages and, you know, anyone who tells you that they didn't have a screwed up family is lying. You know, you may not had as much of a degree of a screwed up family as other people do, but everybody's family has issues. Everybody's family has problems because you know what? It's human beings getting together and any amount of uh, uh, over one or two people who get together there's going to be some sort of issue that's going to come up eventually. I mean, come on. We're all flawed. Flawed to the point that we all have to learn. We all have to get over jealousies. So everybody's going to have those experiences in their lives with their families and their friends and where they grew up and what, what area of the world they grew up in or whatever. Religions, beliefs, cultural beliefs, societal beliefs, uh, patriarchy, misogyny. You know, people grow up in that stuff and they turn out the way that they do because of all of those societal things as well. So you may not have similar experiences to the person that you end up dating or you end up married to. And then it it doesn't work out because those things come into play. And that's why people need to be a little bit mature when they go into a relationship and understand that if you have too many things that are different, it's, it might not work out. And you have to be realistic about the fact, you know, I don't think this will work out, you know, instead of going into relationships that, you know, there's these big issues, 
And when you get married, it gets magnified. When you get into a relationship, those things get magnified because now you're comfortable. Now you're not putting on that act anymore. People put on a mask, an act that I call it, for about a year and a half because they want to keep that person in their life. They want to attract them. And then that mask comes off or that act comes down and they start being themselves. That's why I tell people who who are telling me they're going to get married before a year or a year and a half or even two years, what are you doing? You don't really know them because it's true. They may not have dropped down that mask yet. They may not have put their, let their facade down or gotten comfortable with you. And then you can get married and find out what they're really like. And you may not really know that person. They could be some abusive jerk or they could be an alcoholic or a drug addict and they've been hiding it from you all this time. Well, if you go a year and a half to two years, it's really hard to hide stuff after that because then they're going to get tired of trying to hide it. Or they're going to think that you're accepting them and, oh, I can let down my, my guard and, and show this part of myself. So, you know, getting in a relationship is more complicated than watching a YouTube video on how to make somebody fall in love with you. It just makes me so angry that these videos are out there and vulnerable people who are lonely, who may have had really hard family backgrounds who may have had really emotional baggage that is more than any of us could ever dream of because of that background, because of where they came from, because of, you know, maybe they were through, went through, were in a country and went through something, a war or um, where there was, you never know what happens to both men and women when they're going through war because it, the whole place goes to hell. And everything goes crazy and, and the cruelest people are the ones that survive because they're the ones, you know, taking uh, advantage of everyone in those situations. And then those people, you know, most people get hurt by those people. So you just don't know what kind of baggage people are bringing in a relationship. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that people bring in or people who go off to war in other countries and come back and they have PTSD and you just don't know. And people are bringing that stuff back, growing up in a family with somebody who didn't get a counseling or didn't get help for those issues, those emotional issues that they went through. And, you know, some major emotional issues sometimes happen to people. Sometimes people get molested. Sometimes people have family members who are pedophiles. You just never know who's walking at you. They could, they could seem like the most put together person in the whole wide world, but they haven't gotten help. And I'm telling you, someone could go through the worst hell in the world, but if they get the help that they need, they get the counseling they need, they face their issues, they really work on themselves, they'll come out on the other side better off than the person who grew up in the household that had all the money and had all the time and had all the advantages, but still had those family issues. Because like I told you, everybody has issues. It's just varying degrees and depending on how you grew up. And they'll come out better, even though they've gone through all that stuff, because they worked on themselves. And they got to the point where it was okay to not be in a relationship, work on themselves, get themselves right, and they're okay with being alone. And they're okay with not having someone in their life if it isn't going to work out, or if someone's going to abuse them or do something, uh, or not treat them right, they're okay with being alone because they like themselves 
or they've worked on themselves enough to know that they can spend time with themselves. And if you if you get in a relationship and you don't want to leave because you don't want to be alone, that's not a good really re- reason to be in a relationship. It's because you don't want to be alone with yourself. So there were some comments that were being made on my my comment. Like got a lot of, you know, likes. I didn't get any dislikes on my comment. <laughs> and I actually had people say you know, get on there and say, I can't believe people are watching this video and actually taking these guys advice and that this is a popular, um, video and, and that they have other videos. You know, what do these guys know? I don't, I think these guys are single. They're not even married. They're not even in relationships. Don't take advice from people who aren't in relationships. They don't know what they're talking about. It's like there's this um, relationship counselor that they have on, I think it's Good Morning America, ABC or something like that. And the guy has been doing this for years and he's never been married (laughs) and he's a dating counselor advisor and owns a dating company, all this stuff. He's a matchmaker and he's never been married. I'm sorry. That's just not someone you should be taking relationship advice from. If someone cannot have a withstanding relationship with another person, they should not be giving advice to anyone. And it's just, you you can tell he's just making money off of it. So he doesn't care, you know, and and now he's on, you know, uh, international TV. So that's what he's doing. And that's what these guys in this, this tape were doing or in this YouTube video are doing. And, um, you know, I, the one of the comments was when I said, I've been, you know, I, I'm good with myself. I, I have, you know, I've had a lot of got people have been attracted to me because I was just me. And someone said, did they stay? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, actually they did. You know, when you're good to people, when you're a genuine person, when you are a authentically yourself, you will attract other people. It's that simple. You don't need someone to give you seven pointers on how to attract other people. You just need to be you. And if you feel that there's a reason you're not attracting other people, it's probably because you need to work on you. Or it's probably because you're hanging out with the wrong kind of people. Or you just haven't met someone you have something in common with that you feel the need to go out with. Don't try to get in a relationship with just anybody. How can I attract somebody all nobody likes me kind of attitude? Because that is going to put you in a relationship where someone else is going to have pretty much the upper hand. And what do I mean by that? Well, you're going to be desperate and they're not. And so you're going to do whatever you can to stay in that relationship and you're never going to get the care, the love, the trust, the honesty returned to you that you deserve because that is what relationships are, okay? It's honesty and trust. If you don't have that with another person, you're never going to have a relationship ever. When people ask me to what what would another word for love be? Trust. Trust is another word for love. When you have trust between two people, that's love. 
because you know that that person isn't going to hurt you. You trust them with your, your information. You trust them with your life, your money. You can trust that other person. I wouldn't go as far as give, trusting people with your money because that can get, you know, everyone is fallible. Everyone has their their little quirk that, you know, that can put them over the edge. We all ha- are, we are, are basically good, but we also are basically bad. And you have to make sure that you keep yourself guarded, I think, in a lot of ways. But you have to have, you have to be honest with one another and you have to trust one another or there will be no love. So if you're, you know, chasing after somebody your whole life, which that's what that will lead to, the tips on how to make somebody love you, how to make somebody marry you, you can't make anybody do anything. I mean, in the end, isn't that going to be a decision they have to make? They're not going to be made to do anything by you ever, unless you're in some situation where you're a dictator and you're making people do things, which that's not right either. That's what people rebel against dictators and they leave or, or they get rid of them or they get assassinated. I mean, think about that. When people are trying to control situations, there's no love in that. There's control and manipulation, but there's no love in that. You can't make someone love you. You can't make someone to date you. You can't make someone marry you. You can't make someone stay. People will do what they want to do. Now, if you're the kind of person that's going to change someone else in a room, then you're sick anyway. You shouldn't be doing that either. (laughs) You're sick if that's what you're doing. That is control. Control is not love. Control does not equal love. What equals love? Trust. Honesty. And letting somebody be who they were going to be and not trying to control them. That's why that, you know, phrase, if you love someone, you'll let them go. If they come back, then they really loved you. Which, what that really means is stop trying to control people. I mean, everybody thinks it's, oh, let, you know, let someone go, let break up with them. If they break up with you, let them go. No, if someone breaks up with you and they walk away, they're gone. They didn't want to be in that relationship. That's not what that phrase means. What that phrase means is you let someone go. You stop trying to control the people in your life. And this is true for parents. This is true for siblings. This is true for relationships, you know, long-term relationships that we have um, and marriages or dating. You can't control others. You have to let them go. And then if they keep coming back, then they love you. Then they care about you. In other words, stop controlling people. Stop trying to push people into things. Let them do what they want to do. And if they stick around, that builds a relationship. That means they care about you. That means they love you. You can't make anything happen. You can't make people do anything. And if you're making people do it, they're not going to love you. They're not going to like you. They may even hate you eventually. And they may even leave you eventually. You can't control other people. And, you know, I, I know very dynamic, wonderful people who are alone and sometimes don't get called and sometimes don't get thought about because everybody just thinks that they're 
so dynamic and friendly, they must have thousands of friends. Well, no, you have thousands of acquaintances. You only have a few friends. So this was kind of the point that I made on here. And then this a girl was like, well, some, some, you know, some people aren't that lucky and they need a direction and they need to know what they're doing wrong. And, you know, I said, well, that's just it. You know, you don't need direction from anybody. You just need to be you. You just need to be yourself. And once you have worked on who you are and you're okay with being alone and you're okay with not having to have someone at every moment and you're happy in your own life, that's what you really need to do. That's why you should chase your dreams, chase your goals, do what you need to do. Don't cater to other people. Of course, you know, you're going to be there for your family and, and friends and things like that. But once you have fulfilled yourself and, and really found out who you are, if you've got issues, go to counseling or go to a psychologist or whatever, work those issues out. And once you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I like me. I'm okay with me, and I think I'm good to other people. I think I'm, you know, kind to other people. You don't need someone telling you what to do. And that was my point to these people. You don't need someone telling you what to do. Just be yourself. You're enough. And, you know, you'll meet someone with similar interests to you, maybe someone who had a similar background from to you, um, has, you know, similar, may have grown up in the same area, et cetera, et cetera. A good example of, of this is, um, and it's kind of out there, uh, Sean Mendez and Kabila Cabello, oh, I can't, I can't remember. I can't say her name, Kabila Cabello, whatever her name is, uh, the singer, um, you know, they've gone off on their own music careers and now they've met and they're dating and they have a successful relationship. Well, guess what? They come from the same town. They grew up in the same area. They actually knew each other a little bit, knew of each other a little bit. They weren't close or anything. But years later, they're on the world stage. They have these huge musical careers. They come together to write a song and they end up dating. They end up together. And now they're in a long-term relationship because they have similar backgrounds. They have similar interests. And they are the similar people. And so they can understand each other. They can understand, you know, why they're going off on tour and I won't see you for two weeks. They can understand that because they're both doing the same career. Other people might not understand that. Well, why can't, why can't I go with you? Or why can't you stay here? Why do you have to go on, keep touring? Or why? No, they both understand the industry they're in. And they have similar careers and they have a similar background in Canada where they grew up. So they have a similar way of thinking because in that culture, they grew up in a similar culture. That's why people say that, you know, it's good for people to be with somebody who is like them or, you know, from a, a similar religious background or even a similar part of the country so that you can understand each other more and it will make things easier. 
Now, I'm not saying that that's always the case. There are there are people who were completely different from each other that have learned how to make it work. But trust me, there was something similar in their background. Maybe they both had parents that stayed married the whole time. They never got divorced. So they know how to stay in a family unit and stay together. Or maybe they, again, had similar interests, not just in work, but just in hobbies and things that they do in their life or something that they're really passionate about that they do on their, you know, uh, life, you know, their at home time when they're going out. And, you know, that's how people meet, too, is they have similar hobbies. It's a crapshoot of who you're going to meet. And nine times out of ten, you know, if you're trying to date people who are across the country because we're in this internet age or you're going on Tinder or whatever, you're, you're, you know, you may have to move. And are you really, do you really want to move? Do you really want to go all the way to where this person lives? And is that fair that one person's asking you to come there because I make more money than you and blah, blah, blah. Are you going to push your wants and needs aside to be with someone else? That's why it's good to date somebody in your own area. Because if you want to stay in that town and you want to be living there and you know this is a long-term job you're going to have, all those things, you need to stay there. There's so many factors that go into meeting someone and making it work and making it come together that you can't just, you can't just say, hey, there's seven ways to get in a relationship. There's five ways to make somebody marry you. No, no, that's not how it works. You meet somebody you have similar interests. That's that falling in love at first sight thing that everybody's always talking about. It's just because you're similar. Now, people who do just look at each other and fall in love with the way they look, guess what? Unless they have something similar in common otherwise than their looks, that's not going to last. No matter how hard they try to make it last, if it's just that they're attracted to each other the way they look, that's not going to keep you together forever. You know, eventually somebody's going to be like, I'm not happy. Yeah, we have great sex and you look great, but I'm not happy with you. <laughs> this is not where I want to be. So you have to really think about all that. And, you know, in conclusion, I pretty much said on here what I've tried to say to you guys. I mean, you know, this person came back and said to me, well, what about your family and screwed up things and and that you deal with in your family and you need direction and I basically said what I've told you guys, you know, uh, the, the, these videos aren't going to help you, you, you know, uh, 10 minute, 15 minute, 30 minute video is not going to help you unless it is a professional that is talking to you about your issues, your problems, what you've gone through. We all have different things that we've gone to gone through, you know, maybe it can help you a little bit, but it's not going to help you all the way. You need professional counseling if you've got issues that you need to work through because everyone is different. Everyone is unique. You are a unique person. And that's a good thing because that brings things into other people's lives. You can help other people maybe once you've worked through your problems. You know, if you're dealing with a deep emotional damaged issues, you need to get counseling. You know, that's the only way that you're going to eventually love yourself enough 
And the only way that you can ever love anyone else, care for anyone else, truly, really have that kind of love for someone, you first have to love yourself and know that you're okay. Because if you get in a relationship and it's a bad, ends up being a bad relationship, you need to be able to walk away and not be afraid to be alone. You need to love yourself enough. That's what they're trying to say. Every time someone tries to say that you need to love yourself enough to leave, you need to love yourself enough to be okay with being alone. So that if something bad happens, you can be like, oh man, I'm out of here. This isn't going to work. You need to get some help. You need to love yourself because if, if someone's doing stuff into you in a relationship, it's because they don't love themselves. They don't care enough about themselves because when you do care enough about yourself and you have enough respect for yourself and you have, you feel self-worth, you don't hurt other people. That's the phrase hurt people, hurt, hurt people. You know, hurt people, hurt, hurt people. So love yourself enough to know that you deserve a good relationship. Get the help that you need. Don't be watching videos. I mean, I ended up in a long conversation with this person, just you know, texting back and forth, messaging back and forth, because that person's looking for help. And I'm trying to tell them, go get it. Go get help for yourself. Then you won't need to watch videos like this. Self-worth, love yourself know who you are, and you will find a healthy relationship. It's that simple. Well, it's not simple, but in the end, it is more simple than getting into a relationship that you don't need to be in. Until next time, this has been Diva Celebration.